go, the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral podcast. Very happy you're here today. Thrilled you're listening. As you know, I'm Eddie Cohn, host and creator of the show. Very brief show today. No conversation, no interview, just me chatting about a few things that have been on my mind over the last couple weeks. You know where to find me on Instagram, Twitter, at Eddie Cohn. Had some wonderful conversations over the last few weeks, so definitely check them out with Tim Kobza, Alex Zek, and Dan Lutz. And I just spoke a few days ago to Philip Peterson. He's a producer, musician, cello player up in Seattle. So that conversation should go live hopefully in the next week or so. But I can't help but think that it was important for me to reach out to you or or record this episode because I have found myself caught up in a few things that I think you may relate to. Or maybe these are areas that I'm curious if you've been thinking about at all. Or are you you even aware of these, these areas that I've been thinking about? And I've been thinking about numbers and our culture's obsession with numbers. And is that really a good thing? Have we sort of dehumanized people and we're just being reverted as a number? We're being thought of as a number and that's it. And I guess I'm caught up in all this because, as you probably know, I'm releasing new music Everywhere I go, you know, whether it's on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, as I'm posting videos about my songs, you know, it's how many people have streamed, how many people have listened, how many people have subscribed, how many people are following you, liking you. And look, I, I, I am fully aware of the idea that I am caught up in the numbers I think to myself, I don't think this is a very healthy place to be right now, you know? And, and the irony here is, of course, I, I mean, am I wrong to think more is better? You know, I want more people to be listening to my music, to be listening to my podcast. I have more views on my music video for freedom than I have ever had in my entire life when it comes to music that I've released. It's, it's, I guess it's just very peculiar to release music and then you sort of see these running tabulations of numbers of how many listened, how many have subscribed. Is it better that more have subscribed? Because the world that we live in reveres more numbers. The more numbers, I guess, it, it instantly must mean the better. But, but does it? Is, it? is it better to have more? I, I don't know. I, I think it's really important to remind ourselves that those numbers out there are actually real human beings. And it's it's a complicated crossroads that I find myself in because I want people to listen. I want people to connect with my music. I want it to get out there. But I don't want to care about the numbers. But anytime I turn on Instagram or turn on YouTube or post a video or turn on Spotify... You see those numbers. 
how many followers, how many streams. And I don't know if that's a health, if it's creating a healthy environment. What would happen to the world if those numbers all just went away? If Instagram got rid of the number of followers, number of likes, number of retweets, Twitter, I mean, everywhere we go, it's always a number that is showing. You know, people tell me, and and I like to think of myself, you know, ignore the number, just keep putting out quality work, don't care. But I almost feel like it's impossible for me to not care if it's constantly being shown in front of my face. It's really challenging. And I, I wonder, do you think about numbers? Or if you're not even thinking about it, do you notice that you sort of make a judgment call about something or someone when you see that number? I think about Rotten Tomatoes. I used to love, you know, reading reviews in Rolling Stone or Newsweek, whether it was, I think, Kenneth Turin or Peter Travers were the reviewers. But now people just go to Rotten Tomatoes and sort of see that number, 82, 84, 76. Wow, that's a creaky door. Hey, Nellie. Nellie? Yes, hello. My cat just walked in. Hey, Nellie. So what's, what number are you, what's your number where you're willing to give a movie or a TV show a, a chance? It's just, it's, I don't know. I get frustrated or confused by, we spend years and years living and creating and trying to create something of high quality. And then it's, you know, turned into a number, an average. You know, when you go find a new artist on Spotify or Twitter or wherever, do do you see those numbers, the number of people are following? Are you more impressed with the artist if 5,000 people are following them as opposed to 1,000? Do you even care? When you find a new artist on Spotify and you're streaming, do you look that they have, do you notice that they, do you notice that they have 10,000 followers? Do you even care? Or are you more impressed by somebody that does as opposed to somebody who has only 40 followers? Do you care? Do you even pay attention? Or are you not even aware that you're paying attention? I'm curious if numbers plays any role in your day-to-day life. I don't, I don't know. Do you, do you look up to people that have more followers? And it feels like people get a false sense of confidence or ego about themselves the more followers they get. I think these running tabulations of numbers has really reshaped people's psyches, what people are striving for. I mean, it, it, I feel like people out there right now are doing as much as they can to get more followers, to raise that number. And that number will never reach a space where they're satisfied. Is more better? And I bring all this up because I've read an interesting article on the KCRW website um, today, how to rearrange your post-pandemic friendscape. And I just want to read one section to you. The writer was speaking to evolutionary psychologist Robin Dunbar, who argues that we have the cognitive capacity to accommodate maybe four to six close friends. 
Yes, that was one of his findings that we really only have the capacity and emotional resources to have four to six close friends. And that would include your parents or your sibling. A lot of people don't include those people as your close friends. But in a lot of cases, if you're lucky, your spouse or family member is one of your close friends. And you only have so many slots. So if you've got your spouse there and you've got maybe a child, that's taking up three slots right there. So you've got room for only two to four people. And if you think about it, close relationships are a matter of time. So if you only have a certain amount of time, you have to ask yourself, who am I going to invest that time and energy in? Last point here before I let you go. So agoraphobia means being scared to leave your home. For the longest time, many months ago, you know if you listen to my show, I had such strong feelings about the way good old Dr. Fauci was offering suggestions on how you and I should live our life. And it's weird, but I will leave you with this. About a month ago, I got out of my car and went to the valley about a 30-minute drive to go to the driving range. And I felt anxiety. And I realized I've become so used to being home all day that those feelings of anxiety of leaving my home and going somewhere by myself have sort of cropped up again into my psych, my psychology. And it's something that I've dealt with for many years, and I, I feel as though I've almost pretty much gotten over it. I guess you always sort of have those tendencies, but I've done my work to get through it. I travel a lot. I've obviously went to therapy before to deal with anxiety issues. And it feels like And I've said this many times that I knew suicide was going to increase. I knew mental health was going to go down because of the pandemic. I mean, there was there became such a focus on you know immune systems and just being practical and stay home and put on a mask. But what did that do to our culture psychologically? Are we ever going to be? that free-spirited culture again. It's weird. I watched the Knicks game the other night, and I saw all these fans in the stands, and I was so pleasantly surprised that people were comfortable you know, going out in the crowds again. Maybe they are. Maybe it's going to be, quote-unquote, normal again. But I've found myself dealing with um, anxiety again, just being out in public being around groups of people, going far away from my home, and I only went a half an hour. I don't know. I, I feel like right in front of you, it's, it's, it's almost like culturally, it's just easy. You know, get a vaccine, stay home, wear a mask. But underneath the surface, people that are a little bit more sensitive, that are introverted, what are those instructions doing to them? You know, people I feel like have fought for their whole lifetime dealing with anxiety, feeling comfortable being outside, being around other people. And then this pandemic happens, and the instructions are to stay home. So I am curious, have you noticed 
If you are introverted, sensitive, have some anxiety issues, has it been difficult for you to sort of pick up where you left off? Has it been difficult for you to be around other people, to go outside, to go far away from your home? Because I can tell, I feel like I need to sort of get some of that confidence back again. You know, this, this show, anti-technology, the effects of social media, it's so easy to think social media is good. Watch Netflix all day, stare at your phone. But is that behavior really creating more confident, three-dimensional versions of ourselves? I think it's easy to stay home and watch television all day. It's easy to stay home and just stare at your phone. And I know there's a lot of people out there that probably don't have anxiety to just think about. They don't think about like the fear and anxiety of getting on a plane, of being far away from home. But I know there's a lot of people out there like me that have dealt with anxiety that think a little bit... I guess they just, I think more about what could go wrong. And I think that's why I was so anti what Fauci was suggesting we do, because I knew that if, if more people listen to that, that suggestion of staying home, wear a mask, don't go outside, if you have the potential to have some anxiety about going anywhere, being outside, well, it's going to be shown thanks to those instructions. So it, it was just something that I noticed when I left the house about a month or so ago. I, it's like I'm try, I have to get used to leaving again. I have to get used to being comfortable away from my house again. I'm going to go to a yoga class in a few days for the first time. And I'm curious how I'm going to feel being in a public class again. I think there's a lot of people out there that are struggling with being in public places. So just something to think about. Are you one of those people? I'm going to end today's show by playing my new song, Animals. Just released it about six weeks ago, or no, about a month ago. It's on Spotify, iTunes. You can find it at eddiecone.bandcamp.com. Please check it out. Music videos on YouTube. Um going to probably start posting some live performances on Instagram and YouTube as well. Um, if you dig the show, please share it with your friends. You can subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube, find me anywhere on Instagram, Twitter, everywhere, all the above. Any questions, please reach out. A uh, wonderful conversation with Phil Peterson coming up in the next week or so. As always, thank you so much for listening, supporting, being a part of the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral podcast. <laughs>